So I started processing urine from my family in my backyard. 8,000 kwacha for 20 liters. So I thought if I could bring a solution to replace the chemical fertilizer, then uh, that would be better for Malawi. Yeah, I could encourage them to use this one. We have used the other. Let us try to use this one. Hello and welcome to Africa Science Focus, a side of net production. I'm Sally Amutabe. This week, we look at the farming innovation that is turning human urine into liquid gold and helping to keep Malawi's marketplaces cleaner and smelling fresher. But before we get started, we wanted to tell you about your Digital Mentor Podcast, a great new resource that explores mentoring, research, and career development. To find out more about the podcast, Africa Science Focus editor Jackie Opara Fotoye spoke with science research gurus Fred Ross Okumu and Alice Matimba. You could say that perhaps the greatest barrier to capacity development right now in Africa is the lack of good mentors. And, you know, someone might say, well, no, it's it's lack of financing. Someone might say it's lack of training opportunities. But actually, there is a lot to do with the lack of someone to guide you. My background is in, you know, biomedical sciences. And throughout my career, you see, I didn't quite have like a mentor. And I think now when I look back, I probably could have benefited from having somebody who gives me some direction for my career and for my research. So now in my current role, I work with teams in in different parts of the world and in Africa to train in genomics and for particularly targeting researchers and healthcare professionals. And so myself and my colleagues from the Welcome Sanger Institute we started this podcast, Your Digital Mentor Podcast, for researchers, particularly in the global south, in, in Africa and Asia, Latin America, uh, to benefit from hearing from other researchers how they have uh, shaped their careers and really talking about different topics that can help them in their research. Africa already has this fantastic culture of individuals looking up to the older people. But in the academic settings or in professional life, this kind of disappears. So I guess that we have a responsibility here to exercise the great things, such as the work that Alice is doing with the African Academy of Sciences, where the experienced African scientists are stepping forward and saying, we are here for you. Our editor Jackie is speaking to Fredros and Alice about the new Your Digital Mentor podcast. Now to our main story. Crops need feeding just as much as people and animals. But farmers in Africa pay some of the highest prices in the world for synthetic chemical fertilizers which can damage soils, waterways and aquatic life. Now, innovators in Malawi are turning to an organic alternative of plant food that is being called magic liquid. 
at Sungi Market in Area 25 in the capital, Lilongwe. Traders and buyers go to a small building behind the market. This is a restroom with Piri Belt. While the place provides relief to the hundreds of people who use the market on a daily basis, Pili collects the much-needed raw material for the fertilizer. Join me, Charles Penslow, for Africa Science Focus as I speak to Pili on the initiative. My name is Guru Ferro Chilizani Piri. I, I am a graduate in agriculture. All right, so uh, we've come here where you correct uh, the urine and process it, seen some urinals inside. Uh, how exactly are you uh, capturing the urine and, and processing it into the end product? Uh, the process has got two parts. The first part is uh, the collection of urine as raw materials. The urine is collected into a receiving tank outside this room. So when the receiving tank is full, the urine is taken from there and transferred to a bigger tank, which is 1,000 liters. The, the, those tanks that, are, that I've seen there? Yes, so it's transferred there, and while it is in the tank, it is being cooked by heat from the sun. Now, during the aging process, we monitor the pH of the substance to make sure that it is mature. When it is mature, it changes from uh, being acidic substance to alkaline substance. At that level, there is no smell, there, is, uh, there are no pathogens, and also uh, it's safe for human handling, free from diseases. Yes. Every day, Goodfell collects 20 liters of urine from the market. This might not seem much, but after the urine is diluted with water, it creates 200 liters of magic liquid, which Godfrey thinks is better for the soil than chemical fertilizers. In Malawi, I would say 75% of the soils in Malawi are damaged, they, they're exhausted, they are not fertile enough, uh, most nutrients have been lost. Uh, we have depended on chemical fertilizer for many years, which are imported. We have to practice organic farming. We have to incorporate most of, of the organic matter into the soil. So that's what I'm doing. And also the sustainability. The fertilizer we have is naturally sustainable by nature. A human being will eat what is grown on the soil. And whatever comes out of the human being must go back to the soil. That's very sustainable now and forevermore. But when it comes to performance in the field, in most cases, in the long term, our fertilizer is better. Because once we apply to the soil continuously, it reconditions the soil and the soil becomes more fertile, so you need less and less as you apply more. Uh, well, the chemical fertilizer has got the opposite. Uh, um, the more you apply it, the worse the soil is going to be. Uh, it damages the soil. Research has shown that the overuse of chemical fertilizers can be dangerous. These fertilizers are often associated with intensive farming, which can degrade soil quality and agricultural land. Goodfield says his fertilizer can benefit local communities in unexpected ways. When people urinate anyhow in the open, there is water contamination. So because of that contamination, we experience a lot of diseases from drinking water. So what we have done is to... We buy the urine from the public because the urine we collect from the market is not enough. 
That means even all over the places, instead of people disposing the urine to the bush, they are keeping it safe in their houses for sale to us. That is reducing the contamination of the environment. Uh, but it, to change people from chemical to um, organic fertilizer, it has been a struggle because organic fertilizer from human waste has been a taboo in Malawi. So what we have done is to grow demonstration gardens every year. And uh, at the time of harvest, we invite the public to see the difference, to compare. And also, wh when we go out to grow our demonstration gardens, we invite farmers and we do it together with the farmers. So when the farmers are taken through the process, they begin to believe that urine fertilizer is very safe and they begin to see that the urine fertilizer is very effective as much as chemical fertilizer. It has taken me from 2007 up to this year, but I'm going to say that from the beginning up to this end, my business has grown up to more than 100%. Using urine as a fertilizer is not a new concept Fertilizers made from urine can provide phosphorus, nitrogen, potassium, and essential amino acids that all plants need. Africa Science Focus reporter Charles Pensolo spoke to farmer Winston Davy Banda, who uses the magic liquid on his crop. Yes, uh, my name is Winston Davy Banda. I am 62 years old. I live at Area 25 in Sector 3 section. I am a farmer. I started my vegetable garden in 2018. I was using the chemical. But then after using this bionitrate fertilizer, which is now organic, I've seen a big change in my garden. What sort of changes have you seen? Uh, the harvest is so nice. The harvest is so huge, very big as compared to what I was doing at first. Winston tells Charles that the urine fertilizer he buys is the cheapest option for him. A majority of Malawians are not able to afford the, uh, the chemical fertilizer. What, how do you compare the prices? Uh, the prices according to how we apply to the vegetable garden. The price is fair. The, the solution, you see, you have to apply about five liters of the fertilizer to about 10 liters of the water. So there, the solution, it covers a wider area as compared to the cost of that fertilizer. While crops such as potatoes can be fertilized with diluted liquid gold, other crops that are popular with farmers in the south of Malawi, such as maize, require more concentrated urine. But, Goodfell says one of the benefits of his people-powered fertilizer is that it can be produced locally, which cuts down on transport time and costs. He believes that as his product becomes more popular, this will make it even more affordable for his community. But uh, I strongly believe that if we start mass production, it will be maybe about 30% or 20% cheaper. Because the raw materials are cheap, they are readily available, and mostly they are free. Charles Pensolo speaking to Goodfield Pili in Malawi's capital, Lilongwe, about human urine fertilizers, the traditional science that is making a comeback. 
Before we go, we have a question on health sent in by Omega Bonali. Hi Africa Science Focus. My name is Omega Bonali from Marawi. My question is why is it that more people are having diabetic and hypertension problems? Uh, indeed, I think uh, over the past few years, we've noticed that the, the prevalence and incidence of high blood pressures as well as high blood sugars has gone up. I think the, the reasons are mainly because I think we now know the risk, risk factors for, for these, apart from age, uh, issues to do with the nutrition as well as other other habits like the intake of alcohol and uh, even smoking. For the nutritional challenges that we see that can contribute to hypertension or diabetes include the increase in the intake of salt. So we know that uh, most of our people have been, they actually take more salt. 18% I think of, of men and uh, maybe 8% of thereabouts of women will always add salt to their food even though it's already been prepared with, with salt. There's also the increase in consumption of already made food, which usually tend to have lots of uh, fats, uh, which are a risk factor to, uh, to developing uh, hypertension, for example. A sedentary life, uh, as in having less of, of, uh, of physical activity regularly. Uh, so these two are risk factors for development of hypertension. Uh, the body mass index is a risk factor for development of those two. And um, seen that um, generally increased uh, over time of course uh, women tend to be uh, to be more obese as compared to, to men I think it's proportionally it's, it's about 30% for women uh, and then uh, about 10% for, for men and uh, we can relate this this increase increments of uh, hypertension and diabetes to these risk factors that we are able to measure uh, within our within our country thanks again to Omega Bonali and Dr. Amos Nyaka if you have a question on health and lifestyle or science in Africa, don't hesitate to get in touch. Send us a text or voice message on WhatsApp to plus 254-799-042-513. You can subscribe to our program, download episodes and leave a review at www.sidev.net. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis, the editor was Jackie Oparafatoye, and the reporter was Charles Pensulo. I'm Sally Amutabi. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Center through the European Development Journalism Grant Program with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.